Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads and today's guest is Heather Ann Havenwood, CEO of Havenwood Worldwide LLC. She's a serial entrepreneur and is regarded as a top authority on internet marketing, business strategies and marketing period. Since marketing her first uh, online business in 1999, bringing together clients and personal coaches, she has played an active role in the online marketing world since before even um, having a you know home computer. In 2006, she started and developed and grew an online information marketing publishing company from zero to one million sales in less than 12 months. Starting without a list, a product, a name, or an offer, Heather Ann modeled her clients into a successful guru now known as an expert in this field. Welcome to the show, Heather. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Tayo. I love your name (laughs) earlier. And because I'm Southern, I say it right. Yeah, you say it right. It's not Tayo. It's not Tayo. It's Tayo. You got it right. Um, Tayo sounds weird. Like, Tayo, that just sounds hickish. Yeah. (laughs) It's Tayo. Like, what's up, Yeah, it's like, it's like, let me just call you sexy boss stud, okay? okay well, you know, what? You, you know, I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Take it. So, take it. Take that ball. So, so with you, you've had a fascinating story. And when when I was um, reading your bio, I was always, I was very interested in how you actually grew your business, you know, from ground zero to, to the sales that you had. So how did you know um, back in 1999 when you first started your online business that this was something you wanted to do? So a couple of things I didn't know that at all. I think a lot of us don't as entrepreneurs, we don't know. It's a, it's a, I think entrepreneurship finds us. Mm. It's not like something to go seek for. I think nowadays, because it's kind of a hot topic, some people do seek it. Um, but I, I feel the true entrepreneurs, it finds it, you know, it, it finds them just like an athlete. I think, athlete, you know, athletes, you know, it finds them versus they go out and seek it kind of thing. That's kind of how I see about it. But back in 99, that's when I was in college and I actually did my first, I had actually had a course, a woman, a woman did a course at the university of Texas. I think I was the first one. We did a, an internet marketing course. I had my first three hour credits in college in 1999 
okay, I'll just back off. People are like, what? You know, it's <laughs> that was pre Twitter and Facebook. It was all these conversations. Now I had no idea that's what I was going to do the rest of my life. It was just like, I was doing three credits. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and then I eventually started that business and it crashed and burned, but I didn't know what I was doing, you know, I was like, Oh, I think I kind of figured this out and then it crashed. And then my, uh, dad actually took the business plan and he actually did that business. And today it's still alive today, which is basically, um, connecting coaches to, um, life coaches and business coaches to clients. Right. So, um, and then I started my next one in 2002, three and four, uh, built one in 2005, 2006, went from zero to a million dollars in a year and then on and on it goes. And so we're talking now in 2017 and I have four online businesses that I run every day. Um, and yeah, it's a ton of fun. You know, entrepreneurship is about, Sometimes starting many businesses, you're not sure which one's going to hit. And what's frustrating for a lot of entrepreneurs, they think they're going to start the one and that's going to be it for the next 10, 15 years. And that's not how it works all the time. Now, the challenge is you'll see things like Facebook, you know, like, oh, that's all you started in college and look at them, you know, um, that is the exception, not the rule, you know. So you have to look at entrepreneurship like a game. I like football just because it's easier that if you're going to play the game of entrepreneurship, you're going to get hit. If you're going to uh, play the game of entrepreneurship and business, you're going to get hit. You're going to have some uh, good, you know, long throws that are awesome. You're going to get intercepted. I mean, there's just like things that are going to happen, right? So having a better view of that is a, a key piece in entrepreneurship. No, I completely agree. And I completely, I think that mindset is definitely, the, you know, that first step. And I also would say, having gone through the failures you've gone through, they probably did help you in, in, in terms of your next businesses and understanding what works and what didn't, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because when I start a business, I know um, I know how to start it faster, uh, cleaner, better, with the right tools. I know what to avoid. I know how to hire. I know how to fire. I know how to do all these different pieces, technology, in, in human development, myself, viewpoint. I know how to do all that from the very beginning so I can go faster. You know, it just it's just like football. It, it, think about it. If you start playing football when you're 10 or 11, they're not going to throw you in the NFL when you're 13, right? Or when you're 18, because you're get your booty kicked, right? So <laughs> you're going to get blown over by some big dudes. I mean, you're not ready mentally, physically. You're just not ready to really play the big game. And I really feel that what happens is people get frustrated. They think when well, they're, you know, when I say 13 i'm just saying meaning the level of their what they're at their mastery it's like when they get started they expect that they're going to be able to play in the big big leagues tomorrow or next year and they always talk about the um you know the the overnight success that you know 20 year overnight success story. And it's true. Any, anybody that has an overnight success story, if you really talk to them, it wasn't overnight. You know what I mean? It was 20 right. years in the making. Right. So, um, again, it goes back to having the right mindset as an entrepreneur. It's really critical and understanding that it's a journey. It's not a destination. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. So someone's listening to you right now and saying, Heather's such a boss, you know, she's such a boss chick, but, <laughs> but I mean, that, that, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's, describes herself as a, a chief sexy boss so how can i be um how can i model my success after heather how can i grow fast how can i learn some of the best ways to produce results in online marketing what would you tell that person as, as a, a striving to to just be um to where you are thank you for that so i have a book called sexy boss that's why i call myself chief sexy boss you're welcome to go check that out um it's really about the entrepreneurship world of specifically for females. It's my story of going from 
success to broke to success, success, and then bankruptcy and complete of, um, and, and then growing from that, from nothing. So it's my story of how that happened and, and how I moved through it. So feel free. I mean, I, I have men that read it all the time. Actually, they say it was a great story. Um, it, it really is the truth. All of it's 100% truthful. Um, and I feel I have to say that nowadays, but anyway, <laughs> it really is my story. Um, and I think what I say to people all the time, millennials included, if you're 18 or 34, I mean, my financial room when I was 30, it happened when I was 30. And what you need to understand about me is that I have a, I have a belief, I've had a belief system since I was young of like, I'm smart. That whole financial ruin thing, bankruptcy, psh, like that would have happened to me. Smart. You know, I had a very ego around that. And I see that a lot with the young people like, psh, yeah, whatever. Like that won't happen to me, you know? And it's like, it'll happen. You know, you got to be careful. So, and, uh, at the same time, it was also a blessing that it happened to me because it has this wake up call. Like, okay, I'm, I'm a human. <laughs> it did happen. And, uh, I didn't see it coming. And, uh, there's a lot of outside things that were happening that I really didn't have control of. However, I'm still 100% responsible that it happened, right? There's a difference. There's like, there's things outside of us like policy and politics and blah, 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 that we don't have what I, what I call control of, but we have a responsibility for, right? And, and for me, I was caught up in the real estate crash. I mean, that wasn't, I mean, I, I didn't cause that, right? And there was a responsibility that I didn't, um, that I didn't own up to for a long time. So um, I got caught up in that. I think part of entrepreneurship is really getting that it's a process. It's a journey. There is no destination. When you're in corporate America, they tell you there's a destination all the time. They're constantly like putting that carrot of destination. And in 20 years, you'll leave and you get this is constantly putting that destination in front of you. Um, entrepreneurship, there is no destination. You create that destination, that journey. So, uh, you could just work every single day, 80 hours a week. You can work three days. I mean, right. So you get to create what that is. And that's a challenge for people. And the reason why that's a challenge for people, Tayo, is that we're taught when we're in kindergarten, I don't know about you, but I know I was kindergarten, first grade, you know, my mom's and teacher, mom and teacher would say, don't fail first grade. You can't go with your buddy to second grade. Right. And so you're told don't fail, don't fail, don't fail, don't fail, don't fail. I mean, you're told that how many times I mean, I was told that a lot. Right. Yeah. So then in entrepreneurship, what do we tell people in entrepreneurship? Fail, fail, go fail, go fail, go fail, <laughs> go fail forward fast, go figure it out, go try. And everyone's like, ah, you know, so that's, that's the thing you're bumping up against in your head. You know, if you just went to high school and didn't even go to college, but if you just went to high school, that's 12 years, kindergarten include 13 years of don't fail, don't fail, don't fail, don't fail. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, to entrepreneurship is like, ah, just go try it. Tell you, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a weird thing to do mentally. We need to know how it goes, right? What you go into a classroom and in college, it's like, what do we look at? What, I mean, I remember I did, I would look at it and go, okay, what do I need to do to pass this stupid thing? Right. That's what I would look at. Like screw whatever the, the topic is. I don't What do I need to do to pass this thing? You know, mm -hmm. that's what I would do. I look at what I need to do to pass. And you can't do that in entrepreneurship. You have to look at the journey and the whole process. Right. Yeah, it's it's about the journey and, and making sure you show up. Showing up is half the battle. And it uh, sounds like that's exactly what you've done. Um, online marketing is not the same as it was in 1999. In fact, it's not the same as it was two, two years ago. You know, it, it's, it's this fast evolving field. And to my generation and, and you know, millennials and younger, 
what what are the best ways to to copyright to do broadcast emails direct response and and just the whole online marketing what are things that we have to have handy so so a couple things here is what I say. So I just go back from Affiliate Summit. I'm technically not a millennial, as they call it. I'm like the one generation ahead of you guys. Gen Xer. You're Gen Xer. Xer? I'm an Xer, dude. I'm an Xer. <laughs> so uh, we're the smallest generation. Generation X, we're the smallest. We're like we're the sandwich between baby boomers and you guys. Yeah. Right? You millennials are actually the largest population on the, on in the United States at this point. Because of course the baby boomers are, you know, unfortunately they're they're dying off, right? So they're not as much, right? So and they made you they made you guys. So there you go. Um, so the we're this the the sandwich. Why am I saying this? Well, I feel that I I'm an early adopter in technology. I've always had been since I was a kid. My dad was too, and so I feel like I I'm an early adopter. So I keep up. I'm a keep up person. And people are always like, "Wow, you're so amazed with technology, and you're not a millennial." I'm like, because I feel like my competition is millennials, right? I, that's my that's my um, associates. You know what I mean? Is you guys and and you guys are really good at early adopt. I'm an early adopter, um, and that says number one, early adoption. You got to move. You got to move with the market. That's number one. Number two, the number one skill set uh, that you can learn and have in your back pocket, no matter if you're a web dude, technology dude, data dude, whatever, is copywriting. I did an event with a Joe Sugarman in 2013. Joe Sugarman, Joe Polish, John Benson, and John Carlton. It's an event called SuccessMagnetSeminar.com. You can go check it out and, and purchase the videos. But it was the number one skill set in the world every entrepreneur has to have is copywriting, right? Copywriting is the ability to get your message to market across through words. And the words can be typed. They could be through a VSL, video sales letter. They could be through speech and presentation. I think we just, you know, we went through a very havoc time here in 2016, 2017 in politics. Right. And we... We hung on every word on all the candidates, right? We took their word as literal. We took their words as not literal. We would dissect their words. All that's copywriting, right? So that's how they got them their message or not their message, whatever that is, to the public to make a decision on voting. I mean, it really is. So what's the number one skill set that um, that they have? It's, it's copywriting, right? It's really a key piece to get your message across, to the world. That's your number one skill set. Number one. Bottom line. Copywriting. Bottom line. Copyright. Well, then, then what can we do to, to get better copywriting? So I'm holding a book in my hand. There's a couple. So I have a friend, Joe Sugarman. My book is actually forwarded by Joe Sugarman. He is um, he's a CEO of Blue Blocker Sunglasses. He's been around a long, long time. He's 70 years old at this at this point. He is a well-known copywriter, direct response marketing copywriter. He's got a few books out. He's actually got a book out that he wrote on copywriting and advertising. Um, it's a phenomenal book. It's changed my life and other people's lives. Um, the advertising secrets of the written word. Now, what you didn't understand about copywriting, millennials, listen up, <laughs> slow it down for you, that just because it was written by a guy, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, we as human beings haven't changed. Let me say that again. We as human beings haven't changed emotionally. The technology has changed. We might buy off a smartphone today. And we didn't 10 years ago, okay? But we as human beings on why we buy, why we choose things hasn't altered. We as human beings has not altered, okay? And so that's why copywriting is a principle 
that that is time tested, right? So um, you have to keep that in mind that it's better for copywriting to learn from the original people than like today. Okay. Okay. I think. So, so can we, can we mention those books again? (laughs) Yeah, sure, 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 sure. So one is advertising secrets of the written word by Joe Sugarman. Uh, one is I'm looking at my, I'm sorry. I'm looking over at my book stand right now. I can imagine that it's like your Bible right there. (laughs) Yeah, it really is influenced by Robert Cialdini. I actually did a video, um, on, on my YouTube channel about how, Trump is using the time-tested principles of influence by Robert Sheldon. He was using each particular principle, and I was doing a breakdown of that. Um, see, Marketing Secrets of a Mail Maver- Mail Order Maverick, that's by Joe Sugarman. And the one I'm holding in my hand right now, he just gave this to me. I just got back from Vegas. He just gave me a signed copy. The Seven, uh, the seven Forces of Success, Seven Powerful Ways to Magnify Your Chances of Winning in a Competitive World by Joe Sugarman. And another one of my favorite is Triggers by Joe Sugarman. I mean, I, like his books are just, just classics, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're time-tested. No matter if the story, and then I'll, I'll bring this, I'll circle back here. People always go, I don't agree with that because the people, people change. No, we haven't. That's why you can open the Bible, okay? And you can read a story about David or whatever, and you can get it. Why? Yeah. Because we as human beings have a change. Obviously, they didn't have transportation, and they definitely didn't have like robots back then, right? But we can get the story. Hmm. We can understand human behavior, right, of all the people in the Bible, right? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. So why is that? Because we as human beings haven't changed much. Right. right. So that's that's why copywriting is so important. Okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, first of all, I love your energy. Your energy is, is really amazing. Thanks. And it's, it's if I there. If too much, you can just me up, Tyler. No, You're okay. No, no, like, no, no, no. This is your show. The, you... you in fact, uh, in fact, you're not talking enough, Heather. You're not talking enough, Heather. Oh. <laughs> but here we go. I guess here. So please tell me to shut up. No, no, no. I, you, there's not. You've said so many valuable things. I, I, I love, I love that. And I'm naturally an energetic person. So, 
one thing that I, that I want to move on to before we definitely before we wrap up is is communication. You're a skilled communicator, and that's what I was alluding to when I was talking about energy. You know, you help you do public speaking, you do live events, you do masterminds, you even help men communicate with women. Uh, yeah. Basically, in the 2015 and beyond age, so can you walk us through the basic communication strategies that one can apply to, I guess, public speaking to live events and to um, uh, ladies. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a, what he's referring to is I have a, um, a book, I have a bunch of books out on Amazon, type my name in Heather Havenwood. And it's basically about teaching men how to communicate to women and how that kind of came about as I was, um, traveling the country with men. It was six, four or five men that I was traveling the country for six or seven years. And then when I mean traveling, like we would go to city to city to city and we would be in the car and lunch and breakfast and everything together, right. For four or five days. And so after a while of the, you know, normal, like what's happening with, you know, NFL, they would talk about women. You guys always go to that after sports, right? So <laughs> they would start talking about, like, well, yeah, man, she did. She's so, man, she's crazy, man. Like, I don't know what she's thinking, man. She's crazy, man. Right. And so they will finally look at me and go, what, what do you, what do you think? Right. And I'd be like, well, here's what she's really thinking based on what you just said. And here's what she's thinking. And here's what she's going to do. Now, if you want her back, here's what you do. Blah, 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 blah. And they go, oh, okay. And then they would do it maybe. Right. And they come back and like, do that worked. How'd you know? Because <laughs> I'm a, like, Women don't think we don't communicate to men what I call what you guys call honestly. Uh-huh. Right? We do communicate honestly, just not how y'all want it to communicate honestly. Okay, so and for and then that's the first piece. You have to what I call think be. You have to hear what's not being said underneath it with women. Uh-huh. Okay, so she'll like yell at you for the socks, and you're actually thinking she's mad at you for the socks. <laughs> like no she's mad at you for something else and you're like oh well then why did she say that i'm like because that's women right it's number one number two is uh i have a theory called all women are crazy right all women are crazy what you want to do is avoid psycho right so crazy because we're all crazy crazy will like throw a plate right They'll, like get mad at you and throw a plate and yell at you mm. or slam a door crazy or psycho will like slash your tires you know what i'm saying like yeah. right <laughs> that's psycho right so men come to me and go <laughs> She's crazy, man. She's all getting mad at me. I'm like, well, first of all, understand all women are crazy. All right. So the moment you understand that all women are crazy, then you're like, won't get mad so much. Number two, you want to make sure she's not psycho. Now, if she's psycho, I say run. Okay. Now, there's a difference between psycho. Psycho is going to slash your tires and put like a bunny in the in the hot in the hot bath or something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's psycho. Crazy is you want a little crazy, right? You want a crazy in bed, right? You want a crazy, crazy. You want some passion. You want a boring girl. So I mean, there's a difference. So I always and I have a whole system and conversation for men about how to decipher between psycho and crazy. Too much. We have to do it another time. Yeah. But it's, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a, a whole. That sounds like that could take. Hours to that, discuss. No, that actually doesn't. It's like really quick. But it's 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 interesting because when I say that to men, they have this look like they don't want to argue with me because they're like not sure. But they're like, I think you're right. But I'm like not going to tell you that yet. You know what I mean? That's what they usually say to me or kind of this look like, mm, yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, women are passionate. We went through, you know, we have emotions as they call it. We're emotional. It's not really emotional. It's that we can, we get emotional about things. So just uh, understand that we have that ability. We also have the ability as women in general, okay, no matter what the generation, to make or break men. We do. It's generational. So uh, we have the we have the ability to make you into an amazing man or to break you. <laughs> so be careful who you uh, 
you know, who you date and who your partner is, right? Because uh, you want a, a fun, crazy girl who's enthusiastic and wants to partner with you and make you great. You don't want a psycho, right? Right. So right. Well, I mean, are there like anything actionable things that we can work on? Um, yeah. So first of all, acknowledging that women speak differently than men. Okay. It's like, okay, you're speaking differently. And then being more open to like, you're saying you're mad at me for the socks. Are you really mad at me for the socks? Or is there something more here? Mm. Like being more open to feeling dumb. Like, why do I feel like I have to say that? It's like, because when you say that, she'll look at you with this look like, well, of course it's more than the socks. And you're like, okay, now I'm lost, right? But at least there's some conversation of like, oh, it's not the sock. Well, well, then what are you really mad about, honey? And then she'll tell you. She'll eventually tell you. Right? So uh, that's what I would say. (laughs) Well, no. Hey, I'm taking that to heart. Keeping that right now. Taking that to heart. Sure. (laughs) Uh, um, As as we're getting ready to wrap up, I like to, sometimes I do rapid fire questions. So I'm very curious about these. Um, What's been your favorite place to speak so far? Uh, My own event, Success Magnet Seminar in Vegas. It was phenomenal. 2013. Vegas. Okay. Vegas. Oh yeah. Favorite color. I'm sorry. What favorite color? Yeah. Pink. Pink. Favorite. Pink. Uh, favorite movie. Oh God, you're kind of getting me. Um, I like the movie Traffic. You I like do. the movie Traffic. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it because now just quickly because uh, I mean we've seen that movie with Catherine Jones, old school Michael Douglas. It, it's because it shows all parts of. It's about the drug industry. It shows all parts, all views, and I liked that. I really liked it showed all views, not just a movie about the bad guy or the government or just about, like, El Chapo or whatever. Like, it really showed all the views of one industry. Oh, awesome, awesome. And then the, the last uh, last question here is um, the fav- your favorite leader of all time is who? <sighs> You're going to say yourself, Heather? You're going to say, I am my favorite leader? (laughs) No, I'm afraid to say because, you know, I'm really excited about Trump right now. So don't kill me. Heather! I'm not going to kill you. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is, hey, I'm all about it. Look. I, I might disagree. I think your audiences probably disagree. That's right. I'm I'm excited about the change in leadership there. So I, for me, I really am. For me, that's my view. Right? Oh my god! You know, because it's coming from an entrepreneurial view, and I really feel there's a t- there's a need for that right now of an entrepreneurial business view. It's really been missing. So for me. I'm very aligned with that view. So, anyway. no, hey, it's fine. I mean, I know I clearly disagree, but that's not, I'm not, you know, the type of person. A lot, a lot of what I do, I've had people on the show that disagree with completely, but that's the whole point. We want to yeah. get to the inclusive leadership. And I know that that's probably going to be another show and another thing off life, but I asked you, <laughs> and you said it. Please me off, but I mean, it really is a different view. So, anyway. No, 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 no. No, no there's no need. This is, this is fascinating. I, I, I constantly put myself in positions where I, I, I'm in rooms with people I disagree with because you have to, you can't stay in your silo. So, right, okay. you can't. That's why I like that movie Traffic. I love seeing the different view from the policemen to the actual drug dealers in Mexico to the sees, you know, the guy in government to the woman who's the wife of the big drug dealer. Like you see these different views and it's versus just <laughs> one view. Like, uh, oh, wow. well, Scene. You and I are going to have uh, interesting conversations after this. So, <laughs> but, 
But um, okay, so um, I guess Mr. Trump's your favorite leader. Well, how about <laughs> how about um, uh, the, the, this is the last question that normally ask my my yeah. guests, and it's my mission statement. Use your difference to make a difference. That that's the reason why I um, I you know do anything I do or speak or produce. I want to know how you use your difference to make a difference. Yeah, so I use my you know this, that's what that whole book about sexy boss, my book about sexy bosses, how the you know how the rules are changing the big boys, how you know being the big boys with female entrepreneurship. That really is my difference. You know, I am a woman entrepreneur, and I've been in an industry that's um, all men since 2001 uh it's very rare i mean i was just at a conference just like three days ago seven thousand people there i would say two percent were female yeah whatever very normal for me to be in that world so that's what's different about me is i stay in my feminine energy i'm very feminine i'm female and i'm in a man world usually what happens is sometimes when women are a lot into man's world they let go of their feminine energy and they move into just masculine and so uh, I think that's what's unique about me. Uh, all right. All right. Well, I love it. I love it. I love the fact that you embrace your <laughs> uniqueness. And look, Heather, I'm not going to stop talking to you because you're <laughs> because you're Trump. Supporter. No, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. That's that's not I don't feel like we can advance as a, as a world that way. You want to friend me on Facebook? Let me see. Did you want to friend me? No, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm definitely not that guy. I'm not that, I, okay. I, I look for these type of conversations. But that's the beauty of the world we live in. We have different opinions. But... That does not all of a sudden now water down everything you said because you're still an amazing entrepreneur, and I, I don't I don't want you to feel like um, you know even if you lose some people in the audience that uh, that your value isn't there because I, I love I mean I love what you do and I, I can tell your passion your passion yeah I mean it's just different view it's a different yeah. view it's right or wrong it's just a different view and I I really think that I I, I think that's what's what's missing right now is a conversation. It's a debate. I mean, if you look at uh, our justice system, you have a, a judge, and what does he do? He listens to the defense and the offense, which is two sides of a view. And instead of fighting, I feel like we need to have a debate, you know, really of like, and be open to hearing another person's view. So, um, and someone asked me the other day, you know, why are you listening to that? It's, you know, and I said, because you want to know, you want to know what they're saying, like the other side, so that you can understand what they're what what they're where they're coming from. You know, it's, it's literally like being if you're a lawyer, it's like, well, I don't want to know what their defense is going to be. Well, yeah, you do. You want to know when they come to the courtroom what they're going to talk about, so you can go, okay, oh, let me let me have a debate about that. You know, you don't want to be blindsided, and that's what happens. People just like put their hands over their ears and like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your side. You're wrong you know what i mean it's like come on let's debate it out and have a conversation it's not about right or wrong ah no hey look it's a view no it is look it's a view that that we we all should adopt regardless of how i feel and i know it's not being a secret about how i feel about these things this is the reality for the next four years so we have to learn how to work together right so and and macro macro and micro level view um i think it's the best way to approach a problem so you know, when I'm talking about use a difference to make a difference, it's understanding differences and how to leverage those things to our advantages. So this, you and I are a good example of that. We, we're both on opposite yeah. sides, right, uh, on this, on this, but we, we both understand the value that each other brings. And, I, you know, we're open-minded enough to 
you know, I didn't like hang up on the phone when I found out. <laughs> it's like, oh god, the other hand, it's just no, nah, I didn't do that. And you, you, and you yeah, didn't... it's just a conversation. It's different view. It's yeah. not right or wrong. It's just a, you know. And so it's about embracing. You know, I, I will say this, and this is how I'll, in, you know, just kind of wrap this up to and ex- explain where my view comes from, right? Okay. And that is um, when I was going through my bankruptcy. I mean, I was wiped out. I I had my I bought my first house when I was twenty five. I was having to go through foreclosure. I had this amazing business. I was going going through massive bankruptcy and it was a real time for just what I call um, a realization moment. You know what I mean? It was hard. And I remember a dear friend of mine who's a successful businessman. He said to me, I want you to uh, do this for me, write on a piece of paper, follow along what I say. And he he said, I, Heather, give myself full permission to fail. And I could barely finish it. I was tear, you know, and I was like, I'm a failure. Why are you making me do this? And he said, Heather, you can never give yourself permission to succeed in life until you give yourself permission to fail. And so the point is, is that you can't get out of your own way until you, to you embrace both sides of the conversation on anything in life. You know, you can't just go into being a football player and go, I'm never going to get hit. Well, good luck with that. You know what I mean? So you got to learn how to get hit. You also got to learn how to throw the ball and run the ball. You got to learn both on how to win and how to lose. You know, how to lose is really important on how to lose. It's really important on how to lose and how to fail. It's actually more important than how to win. Mm. Because when you learn how to fail, when you learn how to lose, that's in that moment, you give yourself permission to win. And that's what's missing in our conversation right now and quote unquote in our world of politics, I think. Hey, you know, I, 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 this is this is why I love hosting the show. You never know where the direction goes. But um, listeners, um, you know, I, a part of what as we as we want to move and as we're wrapping up, the reason why I've actually even enjoyed having Heather even more <laughs> after finding that out <laughs> is the fact that she she um, even though she prefaced uh, her saying like I'm going to lose listeners now, she still said it, and that's the ability we have to learn how to be ourselves regardless of how other people see that. And I think once we get to that level, that leads to an open-minded conversation. So um, I hope that people listening can can take some solace in the fact that two people with different viewpoints had a conversation, but not, you know, you know, instantly put up a blinder. So thank you for being that example. Um, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. All right. Well, uh, people can find out about you uh, many yeah. places, but I guess HeatherAvenwood.com is the home, the hub. Hub. Yes. Yeah, HeatherHavenwood.com. And if you don't mind, um, if you're interested in my book, Sexy Boss, I give you three free chapters of my audio book. If you go to two places, SexyBossInc.com, SexyBossInc.com, or text the word sexy, text the word sexy to 72,000, text the word sexy to 72,000 in there, you will get three free chapters of my audiobook right now on your cell phone. So if you're out there, you know, on the treadmill or whatever, you can listen to three free chapters of my my audiobook, Sexy Boss. All right. You heard so it right here. I just want to get a gift to you. You can all, yeah, at heatherhavenwood.com. All right. All right. All right. You heard it right here. And we're definitely going to uh, make sure all this is in the show notes. Uh, but till next time, ladies and gentlemen, use your difference Thanks. to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hold up. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 